Ayop Midok, which is the traditional Derby greeting to whoever we meet, whenever we meet them. And no, I don't actually know what Ayop Midok means, but who cares? Because what matters is that you're here and I'm here for the Art of Brilliance podcast series five, which is just a little bit different. So in this series, there are no guests. It's just you and I making a weekly commitment to 10 minutes or less. That's 10 minutes maximum per week every week for 52 weeks that you and I are committing to a personal relationship based on happiness and well-being. So time is short. Let's crack on. So today's episode is a simple reading of a short story that I included in my book, The Art of Being Brilliant, I wrote many years ago. Um, now, I've told the story of Jimmy's diary just once in public. Um, a bit of backstory for you. I told it in Stoke at the football stadium. Um, I was delivering a workshop for a bunch of social workers, and I I, I no, no idea what came over me. I was feeling brave, or I'm not quite sure, but there's a backstory to Jimmy's diary. So the actual story of Jimmy's diary was inspired by a story that I read way back that had a big impact on me. And my writing is often uh, sort of iterations of other people's work. So it's not plagiarism exactly, but so don't judge me. But it, a lot of my writing is inspired by things that I've read elsewhere. So what I do is take an idea and rework it, which I think a lot of authors do, to be fair. Now, and that's exactly what I did for Jimmy's diary. So it made it into the book as the book opener. And when I wrote it, I cried a lot right which is unusual for me I'm not, I'm not a big sentimental softy not not really anyhow cut to this uh, football stadium in Stoke and for some unknown reason I decided to tell the story of Jimmy's diary I've got an audience of 80 people the course is going really well I have absolutely no idea what possessed me and I knew almost as soon as I'd started the story that I wasn't going to be able to get through it. And it says it's like so awkward. So I, what can I do, right? I've started telling a story. I've got 80 delegates on the course and I can feel my emotions bubbling up. Anyway, I didn't get through the story, but here it is. Wish me luck. This is Jimmy's diary, word for word. He hadn't been up there for years, probably decades. In the faint light of the attic, the old man shuffled across to a pile of boxes that lay near one of the cobweb windows. Brushing aside the dust, he began to sift out one photo album after another. His search began with a fond recollection of the love of his life, long gone. He knew that somewhere in these albums there was the photo he was looking for. It was the black and white one where she had that smile. Patiently opening the, opening the long-lost treasures, he was soon lost in a sea of memories. The old man wiped away one or two happy tears. All the world, although the world hadn't stopped spinning when his wife had left it, the past was more alive than his present emptiness. Setting aside one of the dusty albums, he pulled from the box what appeared to be a diary from his son's childhood. He couldn't recall ever having seen it before, or even the fact that his son had kept a diary. Opening the yellowed pages, he glanced over the entries, and his lips turned up at the corners in an unconscious smile. His eyes shone and he chuckled aloud. He realised he wasn't just reading the words, he could hear them, spoken by his young son who'd grown up far too fast in this very house. In the utter silence of the attic, the earnest words of a six-year-old worked their magic and the old man was carried back to a time almost forgotten. The spidery handwriting reflected on important issues for a six-year-old. School, football, holidays, arguments with his big sister. But... It was accompanied by a painful memory that his son's simple recollections of those days didn't tally with his own. The old man's wrinkles became more deeply etched. 
He remembered that he'd kept a business diary, so he closed his son's journal and stepped down the wooden stairway to his office. He opened a glass cabinet door, reached in and sought his business diary. He placed the journals side by side. His was leather-bound, his name embossed in gold. His son's was tatty and frayed with a hand-drawn picture on the front. The old man ran a bony finger across the name Jimmy, scribbled on the cover. He opened his business journal and read some of the entries. There were notes from meetings, often very detailed. Every single page was crammed with business appointments, sometimes the evenings too. He remembered back to those times. He sure was driven in his career, but of course it was for the love of his family that he chased success so hard. The old man was drawn to an entry much shorter than the rest. In his own neat handwriting were these words. Wasted a whole day fishing with Jimmy. Didn't catch a thing. With a deep sigh and a shaking hand, he took Jimmy's journal and found the boy's entry for the exact same day, June the 4th. Large, scrawling letters pressed deep into the paper read, <laughs> Gosh, my gum. Large, scrawling letters. It's like Stoke all over again. Right, large scrolling letters pressed deep into the paper read Went fishing Went fishing with my dad Best day of my life Now apart from a mental note not to ever read that story in public and not have that stoke experience it all comes flooding back to me now. Now maybe I am a big softy, okay? Let me just give me a second to recover. I've only got 10 minutes to deliver a podcast and all of a sudden you um, <coughs> you find you might need 12. Anyway, look, to lighten it up a bit and to rescue myself, I mean, you can work out what Jimmy's diary means to you. I can't got to spell it out what it, what it means to me, but maybe, maybe it's about time and how we use it. All right, so, yeah, let me seriously lighten it up, okay, because I rescue myself here. So Mr. remember The Simpsons, right? Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. He, he's the guy, he's the um, elderly skinny guy who owns a nuclear power station and probably most of the town. He's a workaholic. And I recall that he had either he died in The, in the Simpsons or he had a, a dream where he'd passed away. And Mr. Burns, <laughs> Mr. Burns' dying thought was that he'd wished he'd spent more time at work. But to be fair, Mr. Burns is a particularly sad, narcissistic character. And I think most people, their dying regret is likely to be the exact opposite of Mr. Burns. So they'd wish they'd spent less of their life at work. So I think some of the questions that come out of Jimmy's diary for me are kind of just working out what your initial thoughts and feelings are about the story that I've just read. Um, so get over my nonsense about it, right? And, and you know, you, it might not mean anything to you, which is which is perfectly fine, by the way. Then the other thing is that, you know, you read the literature, you read the interviews with the elderly, um, they don't report that people have regrets for the things they have done, but rather the people talk about the things that they regret not having done. Um, which is kind of quite interesting. That gives you a slant on what I've just read as well. And then maybe even if you think about what your definition of happiness happiness is to you and how well are you living it. Um, but I think maybe the biggest one is to describe if you write down the kind of son or daughter or brother or sister or friend that or parent that you want to be and ask yourself, are you busy doing the right things? Okay, so my last message, right, and so I'm feeling, I've, I've recovered now, right, thanks for asking, <laughs> is time, isn't it, it's time. 
you beware the clocks people beware the clocks i don't want to get you paranoid but the clocks are watching you and they're ticking always are you absolutely sure that you're busy doing the right things hey until next time happy memory making thanks for listening to the art of brilliance podcast if you've enjoyed it please subscribe and tell the world a nice review would make our day that's the very best way of getting like-minded people to tune into our very simple messages about happiness and human flourishing. If you've hated it, please keep quiet. Remember the world has enough negativity already. So be a lover, not a hater. Feel free to check out our training and the little shop of happiness at artofbrilliance.co.uk. Thanks again. See you next time for another amazing episode.